What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Game Juncture podcast. We are here for episode 68 with a ton of gaming news, a little bit of movie news this week, and a whole lot happening just in the gaming world in general. It's just it's too hard to keep up with. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Game Junction Podcast. The Game Junction Podcast. Welcome to the Game Junction Podcast. We'll be discussing all the hottest gaming news and pop culture news this week, as long as all the hot topics being discussed right now. So stay tuned. Here's what we got to say, and let's go into it. Don't everybody talk at once. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be polite. You're good. We got Layback with us. How's it going, man? Going good, man. Um, Happy to be back. And glad to hear you're feeling better too. <laughs> yeah, glad to be feeling better too. Still got a cough, but you know, I'll be all right. Gurgle, what's up? Not much. Getting over the sickness, which sucks. We've all been sick for some reason lately, and it's awful. Um, uh, I have like 10 inches of snow outside, so that's exciting. I'm going to yeah, be we- stuck in the house the whole weekend. We got a bunch oh, that too. That's horrible. It, it, it sucks. Yeah, Yeah. trudging through it all day. Yep. So, fun times. Say that I look outside and it's just sunny and and the ground's dry and there's nothing. (laughs) The problem down under. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, so we got a lot going on this week. Um, So much to cover. I mean, I, I was just telling you guys before, I got like 14 alerts for pretty significant news just today so obviously we can't we can't get through everything kind of crazy um but i guess we'll start off with the apple vision pro which is interesting if you want to spend like fifteen hundred dollars but uh jeff Keeley went hands-on with this device and says it's an immersive experience the first thing that blew me away was the fidelity of how it captures and presents your real environment and people around you through the device so this is coming from Jeff Keeley, of course. Hmm. Look, I can, I can, uh, I can stretch to uh, the PlayStation uh, VR, but I don't know if I'm going to fork out that much for the Apple VR. Yeah, I mean, how much of a lot of money? <laughs> how much of it is just the Apple name and and less of the tech involved? That's right. Uh, I would say it's fifteen hundred dollars. I would say mm, about fourteen hundred dollars worth is just the Apple brand. I mean, yeah. they do have like a closed ecosystem, so you know, one thing you got to give to Apple is you know they optimize the shit out of their devices. You know, oh yeah, it's it's proprietary. It's very closed loop. It's not like Android. Like, and there's like a very simple you know explanation for like the whole difference with why you know. On Apple, you can run certain things with hardware that's not up to par to like the modern stuff um, is, for example, the camera, you can have developers work on a camera just for one phone and they can perfect it. They can make it so good. But if you're trying to make it for an open source system, it's much harder to optimize. There's you're going to hit a lot of roadblocks. So with that philosophy with Apple, it's, you know, I'm sure it's good. I would never pay $3,500 for it. But, you know, people that that the money is not an issue to them and, you know, it's mostly targeted to the North America market. It's whatever. They'll buy, yeah. They'll buy it. I, I yeah. still would like to try it. I just don't want to buy it. 
Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, I'm, I'm there too. So, I, 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 it's interesting. I mean, no doubt about that. It's, it's definitely interesting. Um, would love to try it out sometime, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I do like the whole AR VR integration. I think that is really cool, which is something I want to check out with the MetaQuest 3 at some point. Um, I think AR is really, really cool. I mean, like it was integrated into the Nintendo 3DS and was cool then. Um, now you've got it in headsets where you can really interact with the world. Um, and I, th- I think it's cool. So it's, uh, could integrate in the games really well. And I don't know if you guys saw any of like the, the teaser trailers, um, from the event, that Apple event where they presented that, but it, it's cool stuff. Yeah. The, the games they showed were really neat. They have this game, um, where it's like a bunch of toys. Uh, it's, it's almost like an FPS. There's another game coming out like this too, but it's like this little FPS of, running around the objects in your house and playing the game. It's, it's, it's like super, super neat. And, uh, I, I think there's, you know, a lot of potential there, but the, the price tag is going to keep a lot of people from experiencing that device. So it's like the, you know, like any new tech, it's the early adopters, you know, are going to have to fork out and then eventually after a couple of years going to come become more affordable. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same thing happened with the PSVR drop down in price. Same thing will happen with the VR two. Uh, same with MetaQuest three. Um, it'll it'll all drop down in price, and as the tech becomes cheaper, and it'll uh, mm. become more affordable. So, yeah, that's what Jeff Keeley had to say about that. So fun times from from old Jeff. But uh, we also got that. Um, IGN ranked the top 10 25 GBA games. I found this a little interesting. Not necessarily news, but with Golden Sun 1 and 2 getting announced for the Nintendo Switch Online, they went through and ranked a bunch of stuff uh, because a bunch of those are available on there. And uh, just like with the top 10, I can list off here, is uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past with Four Swords, which is a port plus an extra game, essentially. Um, IGN ranked that at 9.7. At number two, we've got uh, Metroid Fusion. IGN ranked that at 9.5. At three, we've got Advanced Wars. IGN ranked that at 9.9. At four, we've got Golden Sun, The Lost Age, which is the second one. They ranked that at nine. Castlevania, Aria of Sorrow. They ranked that at 9.3. Pokemon Ruby in at number six. They ranked that at 9.5. Uh, WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games ranked it a nine. Advanced Wars 2 in at eight. They ranked that a nine. Golden Sun 1, they ranked it a 9.7. You don't stop and look around. And number 10 was Super Mario World, Super Mario Advance 2, which again is just support from the Super Nintendo. So interesting. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of, kind of intriguing. Um, interesting. Yeah. Not necessarily news, but uh, interesting to see IGN's take on things there with the, the GBA. Have you guys played any, Lay, you don't have a Switch. So um, Kurgle, have you played any of the Switch Online stuff? Um, I actually, <clears throat> I 
played a couple of the older titles on um, when they first introduced i think right a couple of couple of months after the switch released um i got that nintendo online like membership or whatever yeah. and ever since i was like i'm never gonna play these games i just realized that you know i don't have time for it so i mean short answer no i'm not <laughs> i gave up on it not enough time in a day true true there is never, is. never enough time never enough time there is some good stuff yeah. on there though i mean they've added in 64 and sega genesis and uh yeah, a lot of good stuff. GoldenEye, all the classics are in there now, so that's that's cool stuff. I'm hoping they add in like Conquer, um, stuff like that would be really oh, cool. Geez, for that's Rare. a draw. That's a drawback. Yeah, that that would be awesome. I, I I'd love to see Conquer brought yeah. in there. So, uh, mm. we've also got Indiana Jones. We got the trailer reveal, and it is called Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Uh, this comes from Machine Games, which is, I believe, owned by Bethesda, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it's under the the Microsoft umbrella, essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Microsoft in general. So it's like Machine Games, Bethesda, I, uh, Microsoft, right? So, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess there's a good bit of outrage about it being first person shooter uh, or not shooter first person and not third person. I saw a little bit of that myself and I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? I think it's silly. Uh, I think, sorry, go ahead, Lee. No, 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 no. I was about to say exactly the same thing. I think it's just silly. Like it's, they're going to want a difference between the Uncharted series. They don't want, obviously, they don't want to drop the game and everyone just say, "Oh, look, it's an Uncharted carbon copy," or then, Tomb Raider, you know, or Tomb Raider. Yeah, which I mean, you know. <laughs> the way I saw it is like, you know, if you're gonna get upset over it, just don't play it. Like, what's the point in ranting online? Just be- and the same thing was for Cyberpunk 2077. It was silly to me because. Everybody was so butthurt that it didn't have third person mode. And I'm like, why would you want a game this immersive to be in third person? I don't I mean, I don't know. No, a lot of people probably feel different, but I feel I, like it when I saw the little clips, did you see the little clips of, you know, when they when he walks into like the to, the temple or whatever mm-hmm. and he like takes the torch and like all the lighting, all the little details, you know, mm-hmm. the creepiness of it, it just I don't know. I think it fits. I think it should be. And they have, I don't know if you guys saw, but they have segments where, you know, if you're performing an action of some sort, you will get pulled back into the third person. So I think it's, I think it looks good. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine Cyberpunk being 3D. That would just been weird to play that in a third person. Um, Same thing with like, Playing Grand Theft Auto in third person would be weird as hell. Um, I'm sorry, other reverse the other way around. Um, but no, I don't. I would not want this Indiana Jones game to be third person because then, yeah, I just feel like I'm playing Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm on board with what I saw. I I thought it looked really cool, swinging around the um, the torch and and stuff like that with the lighting. It was just, it was really cool. Seeing all the uh, the HDR and um, just 
every everything going on with it looked really awesome. So I'm I'm totally on board. Um, well, uh, you and know, they could add in Troy a third Baker person too. mode too at some point. Like that's been known to happen a lot with games where they add in like either a first person or a third person mode later on. So hmm. I, I believe uh, when I was reading right. when I was reading about it, um, you know, and on Twitter threads and all that stuff. And a lot of people mentioning like, yeah, that you don't want it to look the same as another game, right? But another thing is the studio apparently just has a lot of experience with with first person stuff. So like, why would you try to get a team that's so comfortable in that environment to try to make something that they're not comfortable with and possibly ruin the whole gameplay aspect of it? You know, so I think it's good that they stuck with it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and trust me, it was the when you finished watching the trailer, was that really the first thing you thought of after that trailer finished? Going, oh wow, that really sucks. That's in first person. That's uh, weird. Yeah, I I, I didn't People think can't that. Just at be all. happy. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Just be happy. Yeah. Right. And it's uh, Troy Baker too. Troy Baker is playing. Yep. Indiana. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, they we didn't have, mention that, so it is Harrison Ford's face, but yeah, um, they do say that that he sounds like him too. So, I, I, I mean, to some tra- extent, I've, yeah, I've watched the trailer three or four times, and it, I found it like it was it was a blend. Some things he said, I could hear Troy Baker. Other things, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. For sure, he just needs to swear more. Now it does sound more like Harrison Ford. Yeah, never enough of that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it looks really good. I, I was super excited to to see like the actual reveal of this because we've known about the game for a couple of years. It's been talked about. Two, so two years. Yeah, I because th- I think all we got was a a small teaser. Like I feel over going over a map or something. It was like, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's it. That, that's a thing that I hate. Um, I think that you should just wait until we're getting closer to the game. Um, because a lot of things happen, you know, games get canceled, things change, or you could run into the Metroid Prime 4 uh situation where we're now like seven years deep into that. They announced it, they gave us the the splash screen of the title. And uh, we still don't have a game. It's been restarted twice. Um, so, I mean, and this has happened over and over and over. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever is the number one example because it was in development for almost oh. 20 years. <sighs> so it got restarted like six or seven times. Um, so there. And the studio, the studio went under and they got bought by another studio. Yep. Which the studio that's it, uh, it Gearbox have done nothing with it since they dropped it. Nothing. Nothing at all. Which is dumb. I think it's so dumb. There's so many good IPs that are like classic IPs that like nothing is being done with and like they could really be making some money on. Like we mentioned Conquer. Like I feel like that could make some money. Um, Diddy Kong Racing was trending on Twitter. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. Um, no. I don't don't know. I don't know the reasoning why nobody did. I saw everybody talking about it. Like, why is this 
trending. Um, But that's another rare property. Obviously, Microsoft owns, um, but was originally on the 64. That would be a pretty cool outputting to get either a remake or a new entry or something. Cause I mean, hot take or not, I think it's better than Mario Kart 64 personally. I think it's a great game with like an adventure mode and uh, multiple vehicles. You can fly, you can use the little hovercraft. You can. Yeah. Isn't that just a skin of crash bandicoot uh, crash team racing? No, no. Cause crash team racing was on the <laughs> PS one. I know. So nice try there. But uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I see him run. Uh, yeah, that's just, that's such a good game. The games like that, man. Like, give us a sequel to that or like a remaster of that, and people would really be happy. Hmm. Exactly right. Like, target audience right here. <laughs> so I I don't know I- the reasoning for that trending. Um, but. I think it's pretty pretty cool that it was because it's a great game and um, I think kind of overlooked for the 64, honestly. Um, not not a, mm. a ton of people talk about it. So, I mean, also there there are the news about you know Sega bringing back all these um, old franchises and that probably stirred some you know some nests and some retro lovers and you know maybe some of the companies that own those old cool franchises thought like, Oh, it's, it's a good time to kind of tap into that and maybe relaunch one of our old franchises. Um, it will be cool to see. I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. So I, that'd be- I think it's just, you can't, like there's a period of time. Yes. Don't pump out sequels, but if you know, it's a gem, and you know there's an audience, and there's clamoring for a sequel, even as a, just do a remaster or just an upscale. You'll still get people. Look at Skyrim for the bloody hell. <laughs> it's like ten. It's on everything, everything, yeah. everything. You get it on your bloody fridge. <laughs> yep. Yep. Starfield is is coming to take over that place. <laughs> We're gonna be in, gonna in 2040. Yeah, in 2040, we're gonna get Skyrim Ultimate uh Alternate Universe Deluxe Mega Giga Edition. Yeah. Oh and and people are still gonna be buying it, unfortunately. But oh, you know, God. it is what it is. And all it is is just a new skin of one character. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw a really good comment, like one of my community members, like we were talking about Starfield or just games lately in general. We haven't been like, I feel like everybody just not enough attention to games. Like we never finish games nowadays, right? And he said, he goes, well, with so many games being properly unfinished by studios, it's not a, you know, it's, it's, not uncommon for people just to not finish them because you get bored of them so quickly because you know they're not fully fleshed out they're not passionate projects and that's why i think retro games are getting some more love is because you knew what you were getting it wasn't as much content but there was a ton of replayability there was Mm -hmm. love for for the franchise for the console system you had like nowadays it's like it's really non-existent like it used to be 
No, you you actually got to finish game. What? <laughs> you mean? What do you mean? You but, don't have two hundred and fifty hours to finish a modern ARPG? Yeah, let me play Devil's Advocate. It's a ten gigabyte. Uh, let me play Devil's Advocate here. Because I'm a big retro guy, but there were a lot of games, a lot of games, especially on the NES and Super Nintendo that came out unfinished. So a lot. Oh, I'm sure. A lot. Sure. So, I mean, it's cool that we can have, of course, companies are taking advantage of, of the opportunity to be able to do this. So we, we know that. But that also happened where you got these buggy, crappy games that were dang near unplayable and there's nothing you could do about it. You bought it, you paid your 60 bucks, that was it, and you were stuck that's with true. it. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't Yeah, know. I guess there's yeah. pros and cons to everything. You know, I hate the day one launch patch. Like, why am I paying for oh. a video game that's getting a day one patch? I don't want that. But then on the other hand, like, you know, like you said, they're might have gotten a game that is just broken. It's bricked. <laughs> I've intentionally played um a lot of games without installing like the patches, especially in like well, during... you're a brave soul. Well, I wanted to try it out. I mean, um there were there were games for sure that it did very buggy and a big mess without installing that update. And now for a lot of games you have to install the update and you can't play the game. Um, yep. so you can't do that so much anymore, but yeah. Imagine so. if you didn't play any updates for Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> sounds like a good time. Um did it you guys fire as soon as you bought it? <laughs> yeah. I mean I didn't have a ton of issues with it playing on the PS5, but um I know people, you know, playing it on like the first gen Xbox One, like unplayable. <laughs> Uh, PC gamers were pretty, pretty, you know, pretty much good with the game. Um, like you, Carl, yeah. you said you had like no issues at all. I literally encountered two like visual glitches. I encountered more glitches in Baldur's Gate three than I did with Cyberpunk. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, but then again, like you know, uh, let me play a devil's advocate. Um, I think. CD Projekt Red was wrong for releasing it for last gen. Oh yeah. Just giving people, just giving people the, the, and I don't think it was, and that's the, that's the thing. Like, is it their fault? Was it shareholders fault? Was it, I mean, who knows, but I think they fully knew when they announced the game that that they're going to have a really hard time to get it working properly on the, on the current gen. Cause it was announced 2013 yeah um God. so Stupid. yeah i mean but that that's the thing you know it, damned if you do damned if you don't you know so mm. it, it sucks for them but they pulled it off i mean kudos to them i think it was smart for them to to not release the the dlc and the and the last update for older consoles because they would definitely be shooting themselves on the foot. On that note, uh, we should check out the news regarding GTA five and some cut support on current gen- on last gen consoles. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, let's dive into that. So long story short, um Rockstar editor is going to be removed for players on PS4 and Xbox One. Um 
with the effort from Rockstar, quote unquote, that they're reaching the limits of how much they can do in terms of updates um, because, you know, the old gen consoles cannot keep up hardware wise. What do you guys think? The hard thing is we we're it, we're getting to that point, and I know people will complain, but you go remember at the same time. Like, how old is the console? You're still trying to play these games. Like you, how much can you ha- hang on long until you finally have to be like, look, you're just gonna have to buy a PlayStation Five if you want to keep going. That's it. Yep. This is the cutoff point. Yep. Yeah, so I don't blame them for doing that. I I don't either. I mean, and it's a PS3 game at the end of the day. You know what well, I mean? And that's yeah. And that's yeah. one thing that people don't understand. It's it's running off of not last gen, but gen before that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, they've been milking it now f- for so long, and we talk about this often. But Jesus yeah. Christ, like, can can we be over? It had a good run. It had a good run it for would- the first like five years, and then it just I don't know. It just looked like a chore every single time I even thought about it. It will be in two years. <laughs> It'll be over. No, not that it's necessarily new. There was GTA 6 news this week. I forget what it was. So kind of dumb of me because we didn't get all the notes in here. But um, what do you guys think? Because I don't, I don't know if we talked about it when you were on last lay uh, about GTA 6. Uh, I think we did. Did we? I, th- I think we did because we, we did the debate on how excited we, we are. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's time to move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. No, no more. No more. No more attention for Rockstar and Bethesda, the milking companies. <laughs> yeah. No. No doubt. Um, did you guys see Avowed during the uh, Xbox Developers Direct? Which I guess we didn't even mention. That's where Indiana Jones was shown um, during that Developers Direct. Uh, we got a few things there, but Avowed was the other big thing from Obsidian. Did you guys see anything on that? No. I saw um, the gameplay. Um, there was they were trying to you know that. It's Obsidian. Um, and for people that don't know, they made um, The Outer Worlds. And then they also are the infamous company because of Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. I think I think they do a really good job when it comes to RPGs. They have a very unique take on, on things. Yeah. I prefer their take on like Fallout. You know, I love New Vegas. Me too. Um, I found Fallout 4 even though it was like heaps bigger and, you know, chock full of content. I just, after 60, 70 hours, I was like, why am I even playing this game? While with Obsidian games, I, I tend to stick with them much longer and I'm excited. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to be kind of hyping myself too much, but I'm definitely going to play it. Um, I trust Obsidian to, to put out decent products, but yeah. That's 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 me. What about you guys? Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh I, I don't like Fallout 4. Um I love New Vegas, so I think it looks really cool. I looked up a bunch about it, obviously saw the developers direct stuff, and uh I'm all on board for that sort of um open world sort of RPG stuff. I, I've really gotten into that here in recent times. Um I think Stuff like 
Breath of the Wild really kicked that off for me. I just got super into that. I played a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, not even being an Assassin's Creed guy, um, but I just like that open world feel. Yeah, I know a lot of people mm. apparently don't like the game, um, but I did. I loved it. Um, put a lot of time into it. Uh, but I think like Breath of the Wild kind of got me into that sort of um, genre even more than I you know, had been in before. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, should be should, should be a decent little game to pick up. And I think also another thing with Obsidian is they don't try to do like these grandiose things, right? And make the world huge. And then when you end up playing, you just kind of get tired of it. I think they nail the amount of content you can kind of swallow for like a, a chunk of, of a year, right? Because that's what happened to me with Fallout 4 is like, there's so much content. But mm-hmm. at one point I was like, I'm not, I'm not coming back to this game. I don't care how important the choices are, the story, like I'm done, <laughs> you know? And once I, once I dipped out of there, I was like, it is what it is. I guess I'll never finish Fallout 4. Yeah, I had a hard time with, again. I had a hard time with Fallout 4. I, I don't know what it was, but I like 3. I love New Vegas. There's something with four. I just, I, I don't know. It just didn't grab me in the same way. Yeah. I, was, I was going to say, I, I didn't finish it. I probably got about 20 hours in and I was like, mm, nah, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to. It's strange, this. right? There's like, it's nobody can explain why. Like it, it's fun. Like when you're, when you start playing it, it's not like you're not having fun. You have fun. But then at one point, you just don't want to boot up the game anymore. I don't know. Yep. Strange. It is strange. Mm. And I still haven't gone back to it. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. Um, So have you guys seen about our world? Pokemon with guns. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So Uh, this, so this is an interesting game. Yep. It looks this, insane. Yeah. I saw it uh, saw it this morning that it's uh it sold a shit ton yep. in the first eight hours. And gameplay gameplay all over TikTok I can see. Um and there's already I saw an IGM was like how the quickest way to get a gun. <laughs> already. Yeah. That's that's hilarious. Ding, ding, ding. They gotta get that traffic, yeah, and the servers apparently they're struggling with the servers because of how many people are playing right now. I saw yep. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. I'm pretty excited about it myself. I think it's interesting. I mean, I don't know that I care about the Pokemon with guns aspect, but the the whole open world concept of a Pokemon kind of grabs me. And um, I mean, we'll that see. Looks hilarious. It really does. It, yeah. it, it looks really funny. It also kind of gives me like. You guys remember Monster Rancher? Oh, I think I remember. I think I remember gameplay from it. Yeah, so like uh, old school games, but also like there's an anime that was really popular in the '90s. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, so it, it gives me vibes with like the creature designs for that too, um, which mm-hmm. is something else that I really love. That was kind of like a Pokemon esque game, but more of um, 
more of like a, a standard sort of turn-based RPG, if you will. Uh, hmm. But yeah, th- th- this looks cool. I- I'm planning on playing it here real soon. So I'll have to give my, my little take on it, but looks cool. I just want to know, like, what was, was it just two guys who just love Pokemon go, this was a lot of fun. You know what would have been better with this? Guns. Guns would have made this game a lot better. We've got an hey. idea. Hey, that's not, it's not a terrible idea. No. <laughs> and here in America, everything's better with the guns. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Pikachu have bazooka. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh yeah, so more stuff on Hogwarts Legacy. It just keeps on coming. Um it beats out the yeah. latest Call of Duty as a high selling game in the US for 2023. I saw this trending on Twitter too. Um yeah, what do you guys think about that? There's more potheads than cod players. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think this is good. I mean, uh, something outselling Call of Duty in, in my book is always good. So, I, I, I don't even get me started on that. <laughs> no, let's, hear, <laughs> let's hear it. I want to hear the rant. Cur- this is uh, nah. the the Kurgle rants segment. Yeah, we should just have a Kurgle rants segment. It we should. This is me off how much they ruined the series. Like, Jesus Christ. They How really do you have. mess it up that bad? Like, but uh, I mean, probably because you popped one out every year for how many years? I mean, yeah, yeah it's pretty insane. God, I remember playing so, the first one on PC, and I played ever since. And this newest one is the, the first one I didn't get like near launch, and finally played it, and I'm uninterested. Didn't miss much. No. No, yeah. I'm not just terrible. Boring. <laughs> I for I just love that for 2023, uh, COD has been got uh, ripped on at the gaming awards and got beaten by Hogwarts people. Yep. Like, <laughs> what does that tell you? It's great. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, have you guys played Hogwarts Legacy? I did. I didn't finish it. I like just. I liked it, like the world. I just something else. I think came out. And I was like, eh, I'll go to something else. But I know I have friends who are massive potheads who don't game at all that still pick this up and finished it. <laughs> potheads. Uh, I thought it was potheads. Potheads. Oh, oh, am I been saying it wrong? <laughs> no, it's just when when you say potheads and and and. The U.S. You mean of people that are just? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. That is hilarious. Hilarious. Um, yeah. So I think that's cool. I also didn't finish Hogwarts Legacy, but I think that's good. I mean, it's a good sign that seeing these other games that like obviously Harry Potter is a new IP, but this game is. Um, I think that's good. I think that's good news. Um. Not to like this on Call of Duty. I'm not saying it's a bad series, but you know, forever it's been like the number one selling game for years and years and years. Um, mm-hmm. and as everybody knows, like 
like the casual gamer market is is much bigger than the you know like I don't know what you would call it hardcore gamer what whatever like the casual market is a lot of just Call of Duty players, Fortnite players, and Minecraft players. Like that's most of the market. So I, it's it's interesting to see this outsell that being that's the case. Uh, so I think that's good news. Um, I mean, you know, okay, go yeah, way, yeah. whatever you know you think on it i guess it's just but. good it's just good to see someone else knock off call of duty it's just surprising the fact it's hogwarts i think that's the biggest thing is that after everything got released last year that's the thing that knocks off cod yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting I, I feel like it's one of those things that it's one of those franchises that will push people that don't really play games to play and I have a perfect example, right? There's one of my friends. Um, he's not a hardcore gamer, but you know, he plays Call of Duty, Apex, whatever, right? And he plays on a console, nothing too serious. Um, his wife has been playing Sims 2 for 15 years now, right? She has like a computer from like 2007 or whatever. And that's what she's been doing. And then now, literally like a couple months ago, she got a an actual gaming PC. And first thing she got is Sims 4. And then she kind of showed interest for Hogwarts Legacy and she's super enjoying it. And that's great. And I, and I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, and why Baldur's Gate 3 is so popular, you know, is it gets people into gaming that are not really into gaming. And my wife is also a perfect example there too. I try to get her into gaming ever since I've known her. She tries and she, every time she's like, ah, no, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah. and, and I respect that, but I keep trying. <laughs> and then Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3 came out and um, she tried Diablo 4 and she played for maybe like three hours. And she's like, yeah, I, it's okay. It's fun, but it's like too fast paced for her. You know, she couldn't really get into it. And then now she's like hooked on Baldur's Gate and she never plays video games. Like never. The last game that she loved and truly enjoyed is Yoshi, Yoshi Island for Nintendo 64. That's awesome. Like that's that that's like that's like her thing, wow, that's right? Cool, man. I love yeah. that. But Baldur's Gate three gave her an opportunity to like kind of take her own time, you know, because it's turn based, and you know she learns the systems and she reads stuff and like she tries to, you know, learn the spells and it's just it's just cute to see. But I think that's Aww. that's a big reason. It's a big reason why um, Hogwarts Legacy was able to knock off Call of Duty. 3. Three, but also uh, there's Call of Duty. Also, it's another story. You know, it's funny is that Baldur's Gate has done that for a lot of people. There were articles going around, um, yep. essentially talking yep. about that, getting like non gamers in into that game and enjoying that game. Yep. I, I don't know what it is because if you're if you've been playing Baldur's Gate, you know, since inception, like nothing's truly changed a ton with the formula. It's still the same type of game yeah. um, so it's super yeah. interesting that this particular entry is more eyes on this and one. it's a hard game too and that's why it's so cool to see and i think a, a part of it is the story so good you have the romance options like girls and women drool over characters and you know they love the story building and you know it, i i think it strikes a certain chord with people that not a lot of games nowadays do yeah, And there's obviously a lot of passion that went into the project. And then on top of that, you have turn-based combat 
and this super complex D&D system, which, yes, it's intimidating, but also, yes, it's turn-based. And yes, you can take your time. If you need 20 minutes to just read the spells in the middle of combat, you can do it. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. I That's think it's good. a great, yeah, I think it's a great thing to to have. Yeah, I think so too. But I think it's cool. Good for Hogwarts Legacy. Let's not not give them props. No, no, no. they did a they did a great job with the game. Everything they everything they did um, is not, besides the stuff that you can critique about it. It's a solid game. Yeah, it really is. Great game. Super enjoy it. So this just came out today. Um, so this is breaking news. Breaking news. Um, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Switch 2 was listed by a retailer. Um, I believe this retailer was in, I want to say, Thailand. Um, but it that sounds about right. <laughs> it, it, okay, so I guess the origin of the listing has something to do with somebody who has a developer unit, I believe. I want to double check on this too to make sure. Um, but it's it, it's a developer, uh, I believe, and they listed have a store storefront or something. It's very confusing. I, again, it's it's out of the U.S., so I, I didn't quite understand. But essentially. Um, it went live today on Mecca Japan, a retailer specializing in Japanese electronic uh, electronics exports. The page lists 2024 as a console's ten, uh, tentative release window, uh, and you can pre-order it right now. Uh, while likely a placeholder, the listing adds to the recent influx of leaks and rumors. Um, so you can pre-order it there now um, on that Pretty, pretty interesting, I guess. Uh, that kind of themes to sort of set in stone that, I mean, look, it, it's got to be coming this year, right? It, it has to be. Um, but it's up for pre-order, so. Surely it's coming this year. <laughs> I mean, it, it's got to be. Like, if it's not, man. Look, I love Tears of the Kingdom, but even that game had issues running on the switch. I mean, but what are the possibilities of them releasing like the OLED not too long ago? And then right at, I, I just don't see them well, designing came out last year. I mean, that would no. Yeah. But you got to think about like actual hardware development. It's much, much different and much more intense than software development. Well, or like here, production too. Here's the thing. Um, so this has happened forever. Like for instance, some examples I can think of the PS three super slim came out a year before the PS four PS four pro came out only two years before the PS five. Uh, what else is there? The Xbox 360 E model launched with the, um, Xbox one. Um, I mean, there's been, this has happened throughout history. The game Boy micro, came out a year after the DS came out. <laughs> so like, it's not unheard of for this, <laughs> his face reaction and the zoom in. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is not unheard of to happen. So I don't know. So- sounds like copium to me. <laughs> Do you think we're just get an announcement? It'll just be announced. Like, I mean, it's possible. Sure it's possible. Five. 
2025. No, I, here's what I think is going to happen. So we always have a February direct. We've had one for the past like five years. Um, I think we get a February direct. I think we get some teaser at the end. No announcement date. Next direct. I think we get our announcement date and it drops holiday this year. That's my guess. Um, yeah, the holiday season would actually make a lot of sense for just for mm. retailers in general. You know, it's, yeah. it's time when, you know, everybody spends money and shit. So, yeah. Well, it, and and the other thing is, too, like there's three uh, first party games coming out for the Switch this year. We've got that Princess Peach game, which is like actually a pretty high level game. Uh, we got the Mario. <laughs> the Mario versus Donkey Kong remake is coming out. And then the Lu- mm. Luigi's Mansion 2 remake comes out. And it is a telltale sign this happened. Oh, and, and the um, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. So four this year. So they're definitely not going to drop it before that. Those all come out before holiday season. All of those drop. So that makes sense. They're not going to diminish those you know, software sales. And this always happens Every single time new hardware comes out, we get a bunch of remakes or remasters of games and it's because they're like trying to fill in gaps, right? They don't, they don't want to develop brand new big games for, you know, the platform when the, the, the new system is about uh, to yeah. yeah, Yeah. So the brand only new one's just about to drop. Yeah. The only new one is the princess peach. The others are, are remakes. So this happens over and over and over with Nintendo. Um, they've been doing this for years. And uh, I, another like old example is Super Mario Brothers All-Stars. Like that was a super late drop for the Super Nintendo uh, before we got the, the 64. So uh, they've been doing this for a long, long time. And uh, I, th- I think that's a pretty telltale sign there. And the fact that we've also not gotten anything past 2024 news wise from Nintendo as far as games is another telltale yeah, sign. That's true. So I I think I think Detective Brandon on duty, I mean <laughs> that's that was hey, a pretty good breakdown. I, I look I've been writing about Nintendo for like twelve years now. So I, I've seen the little scope of the way they do things and uh I got a, li- seen the a little, little scams. I've seen the little scams, the scandals, the flops and uh, everything in between. I'm just imagining you. I'm just imagining you in front of like a map with a whole bunch of string attached, being like, "This is what Nintendo's going to be doing. It's this like is that, where it's dropping." It's the meme. Did you guys watch? Yeah, it's yeah, the meme. Did you watch? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's yeah. what I think yeah. you're you're talking about. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so I think I mean I think that's a telltale sign right there. Um, but it's interesting that there's. <laughs> actually pre-order on this website i think that's a little wild um there's a couple movie things i want to cover because i think it's super interesting uh i don't know if you've seen any of this yet lay uh but there is a new deadpool 3 promo reveals the first official look at hugh jackman in the wolverine mask did you see that i did now the only thing i have against it is that it's just it looks like something that's just on a cup like it looks like it's just a patch of something. Like it's not really a poster. Like it just looks like something that just someone's just taking a photo. It looks photoshopped. 
Like, yeah, it looks bad. That's why I was a bit like, eh. Like, uh, I really wasn't too excited. I was more excited for the leaked Deadpool 3 set photo, um, which, I don't, which dropped that shows another variant of Deadpool looking like he's fro- he's got a giant mullet. Yeah, it's a little strange. Um, interesting, though. I, I Look, I've, I've wanted to see the, the classic Wolverine outfit in, in action for a long time. I understand why they didn't do it, you know, in the beginning, because oh, yeah. it, it, it just wouldn't translate to what they were trying to do with X-Men 1 through 3, right? Um, but I always wanted to see it. Yeah. Oh, I always did. And I still would like to someday see my favorite Wolverine um, costume is the orange one. It, it, he wore it for a significant time in, in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my was favorite. It, was it orange and blue or orange and black? Yeah, I think so. It might have been orange I think it was, and blue. I think it's like dark blue or something, right? Because it reminds me of the Sega game. Um, it was a 2D um side scroller and you could play as 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 a number of characters from X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Orange Are you blue, talking about orange Marvel versus Capcom? Uh that's not a 2D uh, side scroller, a 2D fighter. No, no, no. It's um it wasn't a fighter. Let me see if I can find it. 2D side scroller with that uh Wolverine. I'm trying to think. There was a yeah, lot it, of, it was there was it a was, lot of Marvel. No, it was games. just called X-Men. Yeah, it was just called X-Men. X-Men 1993. Black. Oh, so it's yeah. orange and brown is the it's like that's what I was thinking. That's brownish. Not- brownish, not orange. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um wait, no, see. this one looks I can pull up what the actual name of the the, the outfit was. But yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. brown, I'm sorry. Brown and like oranges with the leggings and in the mask. Mm-hmm. Um that was my favorite and I would love to see that come to film. Uh, he wore that for a long time in the cool. comics. Um, I always thought that was the coolest yeah. costume, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, it's I cool it to see. Also, I think they also used it in one of the reboot cartoons as well. I think Wolverine and the X-Men, his suit was orange and yes. brown yep. in that one. Yep. Instead of being yellow. But look, <laughs> if he's only wearing the masks for like two seconds, I'll be happy with that. Anything longer, I'll be like, nah. Take it off. You're Hugh Jackman. <laughs> you know he's not going to wear it that long. Come on. I, I, I can't see nah. that. They, they, they're not going to want to hide his face. He, he's a big seller of the movie. So It's also Ryan Reynolds' like, baby, so I'm sure they'll, yeah. they'll... I don't think it's going to be one of those movies where you know a big studio does it because they have the rights to it. It's Ryan Reynolds being heavily involved in it, you know, he oh, obviously loves the franchise, so I'm sure it's going to be just a good time all around. Yeah, and Kevin Feige would just we just said to him was like, "Go nuts! You've got the R rating. Hugh Jackman's on board. Here's yeah. a couple of notes. What has to tie in the rest? Go have fun." Yep, that's how it should be. No doubt, that um, is how it should be. Is anybody picking up the Last of Us Part Two uh, remaster? Uh, uh, you cut off there for a second. What did oh. you say? Is anybody picking up the Last of Us Part Two remaster? Nope. Mm, 
Nah, but it's funny you say that because I did see a meme today that was like, um, oh, behold, Last of Us remastered with all this. Cool, but that's no God of War of Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, in that news, uh, some people are getting refunds because they purchased that version of the game when they were able to just upgrade from the PS4 game for $10. Uh, so a lot of people bought that oh. and we're getting, yeah, like mass refunds um, because apparently Sony didn't promote that enough that you could you could do that, which I think. Let me know what you guys think about this. Do you think a ten dollar upgrade fee is fair? If you already own the game, you're getting this additional content on it. You're getting essentially an upscaled version of the game, I guess, that runs at better frame rates. Uh, there's quite a bit of additional content. Not that it's been put out there a lot. A lot of people think uh, just the same game. You get a whole new mode, a couple new modes, and yeah. What do you think about an upgrade fee? I think that's fine. I think if you if you're getting all if if the content outweighs the fee to what you're getting, so. Like you're getting, no all that (laughs) (laughs) usually the answer is no you're not getting your money's worth but yeah i mean you should also you should just look at it as a as a dlc really um and you know with the dlc selling for for as much as they are lately it's i mean if if you like the franchise it's like a no-brainer like why wouldn't you get that you know yeah Mm. Yeah, I think I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's fair. Uh, there's enough to support it, and I mean, being able to play it at, I, I guess it claims native 4K. Um, so I I think it's cool. The, the modes seem cool for it. Um, you phrase that really well. It claims. It claims. Yeah. Uh, so let's well, I mean, that. claims <laughs> claims <laughs> claims 4K 60, but we, yeah, does it really? <laughs> We don't know, but I, f- I find that interesting that um, just some people are saying they're not getting their money back and they're not getting their refunds. There's like a whole fiasco behind that. Um, so sorry if you uh, have not gotten your money back and sorry that Sony did not promote that very well. Um, but that kind of sucks. <laughs> For them. <laughs> yeah. For them. Um, and then we've got, of course, Kurgle's favorite topic to discuss is uh, Starfield. Um, <laughs> Look at that smile. Look at that smile on his face. <laughs> well, you got the Ugh. update 1.9.47.0 is finally here after delay. <laughs> what an update. They can't even get the, the update numbers right. Oh my god! Anyway, I can't moving believe on. that's real. <laughs> <laughs> the highly anticipated random number update. Oh where, my god! Where did up with coming. that number? Ah, uh, it's a build number, but like that's a really strange choice for a build number. Yeah, you usually use the big numbers for like actual big updates. You know? No, no. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what do I, we I know? We don't work at a Bethesda. <laughs> I, I don't know what this adds in exactly. Uh, do you know what this adds in, Kurgle? 
No, we talked about it last week. I literally saw thing. I saw the news and I was like it, it said something like it, it adds new quest line. Um it adds a number of bug fixes. <laughs> and I said a number? So the whole game is getting remade. Um, it, it, I don't know. I I really wanted to like be passionate and like read about it, and I just could not. It it's it's crazy. Yeah, such a bummer of a game, man. Such a bummer. I I really hope they 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 utilize the groundwork like that they did, and actually make something good out of it. I I'm super for that, but I don't know, and they probably will. You know, we talked about this last week, like they will probably do, you know, the work and they'll probably get it better. And it's just going to claim so many awards and all this and that. But right now I just cannot recommend it. I can't be excited about it. They just really dropped a ball on it. Yeah. Such a bummer, man. Such a bummer. Uh, so just the normal. Yeah. That sucks. Um, all right. So what are your guys' takes on physical media versus digital? So I did a video because it's been a hot topic here recently. Best Buy, as we know, took out pretty much yep. all the physical media, limiting mm-hmm. the games they even sell. That's what they're keeping, just games, but in a limited capacity. So what are your guys' takes? Because that was actually one of the questions asked that wanted to hear everybody's opinions on what they buy physically, what they buy digitally. If they don't buy one or the other, do they care? Go in depth. Let me know how you feel. Go ahead and go first if you want. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, look, I I just think it's, I know it's get, it can get, really annoying that this is happening but this is no surprise like we're at that we're very much at that point where the physical media is going to keep slowly going because like there's also all the people out there that are going no more no more physical dvds no they're all getting streaming service like you know it's all going all that way um i think mid last year no disney is no longer making dvds to come to australia yep um, that's not happening anymore. So I think it's just going to be that slow transition. Like, look at the consoles. We now both have just digital only and physical. Um, so it's just, it's hard because it's, it's going to become less and less till everything does just become digital. Yet the hard drives are still going to be too small for it. Yeah. That, never, that's, never enough space. Never, never. Yeah. I mean, I've got, this is what sucks, right? So when I had um, Warzone on my Series X and PS5, I kept it on there for a while. Rarely played, but I kept it on. That takes up half of the console space. <laughs> Just the console. like it. We have this new 300 gigabyte update. What do you mean you don't have enough space for it? Yeah. I have... Delete something. What, the system hardware? <laughs> 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 I, I've got a terabyte SSD in both of those and they're filled up and I, I legitimately don't have a ton of stuff on there. I mean, with new releases, there's just so big um, that you, yeah. you can't store a lot. I mean, it sucks. Cause then, you know, some people with 
bad internet connections or whatever with updates and installing games can take forever. So like you want to have these games on there so you can just jump into it and play like you could on the Super Nintendo, just pop the cartridge in and play. It's not that way anymore. A lot of people don't keep their um, systems connected, you know, either Ethernet cable or whatever. They don't keep auto update on trying to conserve energy or or whatever it might be. Um, And it sucks, man. It sucks because it takes up so much space. Um, But I just... I don't know. It, it's rough because I've always been a physical media guy. Um, but about two years ago, I moved away from any physical with movies. Uh, I own a couple now. I had 1,700 movies in Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray, DVD, and VHS. Oh. Sold them all in one go to one person. Ish. Yeah. I was, I mean, physical guy through and through music, same thing, vinyl, CD, everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, I did the same thing with music too. I'll pick up, I've got a few that are like my favorite albums that I absolutely love. Just a few, like a couple Alice in Chains and Nirvana and stuff like that. that. But that's, that's how it all starts. Like you have a couple that you like, and then you end up with 700 CDs. Well, Which that's not how, a bad thing. That's how it did start, but not that way anymore. I've bought a single one. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I I don't need to own any of that physically anymore. Like I'm at, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. Like I bought the Mario movie, the 4K Mario movie, and Sonic. That was it. I justified it because it was video game related, and I use it for the channel. And uh, yeah. my daughter loves it, so I justified that one. Um, but that's it. I've got three physical movies. That's all I've got left. Um, so I'm by no means like the old guard with things, but it is a very fair and valid point that a lot of these movies that you want to access aren't on anything. There's no way to get them. And there's movies trapped on VHS that still have not even ever been brought to anything ever. You know what I mean? So that's that's the uh, that's the uh, other end of it. Uh, there's going to be some movies that you will never they'll never see the lie down streaming. Never. If you're into like you know B horror movies and and stuff like that, um, yeah, good luck because a lot of that isn't you know hasn't been. There are boutique like releases um, from companies that they get some of that stuff. Like Scream Factory puts out some stuff and what is it? Uh, Visteron video, I believe it is, um, does some of that stuff. But I think that physically with that stuff, I think Disney is trying to move completely away. Like the Australia thing, I think was a, a, a starter. I think they're going to cancel their movie club, which is a big thing for people getting the movies. Uh, I think they're going to cancel that. And I think they are legitimately trying to move away from physical movies. I think that's their, their end goal. Um, which I mean, look, Walmart now has full distribution of all movies in the U S their company owns all distribution of any movies. So pretty much Walmart is going to be the only one carrying the movies. But at the same time, my Walmart movie selection is like this big. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) 
what do you what's the point what's the distribution <laughs> it's like i i, I don't understand uh retro tabion popped in said what's up and graphics gear said comic books often used black with blue highlights sometimes it gets mixed up with blue and black highlights such as spider-man talking about the topic earlier um but yeah i i, I just find it it's it's a double-edged sword with the the physical versus uh digital thing i mean it's obvious that we're moving that way with video games and you know i'm not i'm not going to be like the old guard with I'm not going to play it if it's digital only because you just can't. Like, I'm not going to do it. Back in my day, everything was physical. I mean, it sucks. Like, I like to own. Physical assault, physical video games. Yeah. <laughs> All the same. It reminds me of... Yeah. Uh, the, the, That's the way to it, buddy. Comic book, uh, whatever the guy's name from Simpsons, a comic book guy. Maybe that's his name, comic oh. book guy. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, graphics gear said there are some advantages of going digital. I get most of my movies through Apple TV and they have over the years upgraded them to 1080p and then to 4k didn't have to pay anything extra. Plus they get the same extras I would get on DVD and Blu-ray. So that's pretty cool. I've never used Apple TV. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that that's cool. And that's the other thing, right? I with movies. Said lasso. For what? A Ted Lasso. That's the only reason why I bought that streaming service. I wish I had any idea what that was. I, I've never heard of Ted Lasso. It's, um, is it Galifianakis? No, that's, uh, the other guy. What is his name? That's the other, other one. Um, it's, it's basically, Greek. yeah, basically guy goes to the UK and tries to fix a soccer team. And it's really funny. Basically it's Ned Flanders being a soccer coach. Yeah. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, I've heard about this. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's just I, shitty. It was on Apple TV. <laughs> I, it's it's like Amazon Video. Like I, I think I've ever yeah. gone there once to watch something, and I I can't remember what it was. Was it um the boys? Yeah, the boys was the only thing I've ever watched on there. <laughs> I, I'm still not caught up on that. Watch season one. That's it. Um. But yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Like with physical movies, you lose the the, the extras in there. You lose the, the making of and and all that behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. that I find super interesting because I, you know, I get I'm super in the movies and I love all that and I love the filmmaking aspect and I I like to see all the the bloopers and and um what they did and the you know even the, um what's the, the where the commentaries. I like to listen to the commentary tracks uh, for like um, the which Avengers movie did. I, I can't remember. I, I went through all three commentary tracks and, and listened to oh them. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I love movies, man. So like, I like to hear what they did for this certain scene. They talk about it and they're like, yeah, this is how we did this. And this is how we set this up. And you lose all that stuff. Um, it's a little different with games because, like, you don't really have that. Um, and the other side of the coin is that, you know, with games now, you don't really have the full game on the disc or cart now anyway. Uh, well, some games you do. Some releases. You can, there, There's a whole website um, where all the, like, is the full thing on the disc or cart 
are compiled. Like you can see which ones are actually on there. But yeah, it 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 sucks, man. It's it's a hard one. It's a, a tough ongoing debate. And with Best Buy mm. doing that removal, um, seems to be a pretty hot topic. So. Yeah, my, my my only thing, like I said before, it's just the space that just annoys me. I'm like, if we're going to go, if you're going to go that direction, then increase the space of the hard drives. Then I'll be fine. Yeah. Are, are you a physical movie it, guy? Though. Are you a physical movie guy at all, Lay? Used to be. I did the same thing as you did. I stopped. I yeah. saw what I ran out of room and my partner said to me, you need to get rid of these. I'm like, yep. yeah, you're probably right. Yep. <laughs> probably only... You probably could see the dust of the only 10 movies I keep picking up and watching over and over. Yep. Um, yeah, that was the thing. The I wasn't even physical... watching them. <laughs> Actually, that's yeah, exactly right. I think the last movie I bought that was physical was I got the 4K Oppenheimer because I really wanted to get that. On it's a badass movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch but it everything in, in the theaters? I did. Yes. Yeah, so I did. Good. It was so good. Yeah, super good. And very movie. much at the ending of that movie, you're just like, huh, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're pretty lucky, actually, <laughs> considering how that whole part of history played out. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, let's not talk about politics. We're here to talk about video games and pop culture. Um, anyway, yeah, so Oppenheimer video game. Is that, that would be dope. Um, it is a very short campaign. Um, the introduction <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or tutorial is five minutes long, and then the the yeah. ending is pretty sad. Um, you press one button, and the game it just pops up. It says "Game Over." Yeah, there's a lot of puzzles leading up to the big bomb. <laughs> I love it. Um, another uh, and it's a first person. <laughs> oh, so you can get that the, be the, fun. the full immersion. Just make sure you put some glasses on, guys, when you're playing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I just want to tell you guys, I do have to hop off. Um, That's right. uh, I'm sure you, uh, Brandon has some more um, themes to talk about with Lay. Um, but yeah, I really, I really need to drop off. Okay. Thank you guys so much for, for chatting with me tonight. I appreciate you all watching and I'll see you all in the next episode. Later, man. See you, man. Good seeing you. Good night, guys. Good seeing you. So, yeah, one of the other news is something else movie related that we have. Uh, we've got Madam Web. Uh, we brought it up earlier. Yeah. Prediction points to worse opening than Morbius. What's your thoughts on that? I. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case because when to the casual viewer, they can see a Spider-Man in the trailer, a Spider-Man in the trailer. So I don't think it's going to be worse than Morbius. Quality of the film might be, but I feel, and because another reason being that this year there's only one MCU movie that I think the more the casual viewer is going to go to watch these Sony films this year. Like, this is Sony's year. Yeah. They have no competition. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, what are we getting Marvel this year? Anything? So Marvel, 
Marvel, we're only getting Deadpool 3. We're Deadpool, getting about okay. five shows on Disney+. Plus. And DC-wise, we've only got one movie coming out, which is a Joker 2. Yeah. And they've got one TV show that's coming out this year. Why Sony's got three uh, Marvel-related property movies coming out. That's interesting. <laughs> we haven't had a, um, a Marvel um, dry year in a long time. No, we haven't had a dry year since 2010. I think 2010 was the last time we had one Marvel movie. That's crazy, man. It's been that long. MC, it, it's crazy how long the, the MCU's been around. Let me ask you something. This has been a sort of debate. When when would you consider the MCU actually starting? I, I've heard different answers. The MCU officially started in 2008. With the Iron incredible Man. Uh, Iron Man. Okay. Okay. So... Yeah. Was Incredible Hulk second? Yeah, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, Incredible. Uh, I'm in Incredible Hulk, Thor, I'm into Cap, Avengers. I could keep going, but yeah, that's a start. I, I thought Iron Man what was the official beginning, but people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Maybe it wasn't for the MCU, but people bringing up about Deadpool and um, Wolver, uh, Wolverine, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine being like it's, some sort of... Uh, it's um, with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I think it was with that one that basically that all Marvel projects outside the MCU are technically officially canon that are just a different uh, multiverse. Multiverse of madness. Yeah, because you got Toby who came from the Spider-Man films and you got Andrew Garfield who came from the Sony ones. Sorry, those ones. And now we're going to have, and obviously during that time, we've had Multiverse of Madness with Xavier coming back. And then we're going to have um, Deadpool 3, which is going to have a couple of people from the original X-Men trilogy again. Interesting. Interesting. What, what's your thoughts on um, Joker 2? Did you, did you like the first movie? I really liked the Joker, the yeah. first one. Did I, was I very nervous about going in because there's no Batman film and they're about to do a Joker, fi- just a film just on the Joker, which... You know, it's it's um, you know, two sides of the coin. You always yeah. need Batman. You always need Joker. Um, but Joker two, I'm, I'm once again, I'm very nervous going into this because I didn't think the Joker needed a sequel. Let alone Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn, and she's apparently it's also meant to be half a musical. Uh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, I thought it would have been perfect as just a standalone movie. I thought it was great. I thought it's a 10 out of 10 yeah. movie, but I, I thought as a standalone movie, it was perfect. It wrapped up it well. Did it, it did what it needed to, to do as a, just a Joker movie. Um, I wouldn't have saw no, a he, sequel coming. Perfect. No, it was perfect. He was on top of the truck. He was smiling. He had the face makeup. And then just on the other corner, you saw uh, Bruce Wayne's parents get shot. That's it. That's all he needed. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's interesting stuff. Um, did you see that we're getting a, a live action Lilo and Stitch movie? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I did. I did see that. That was just a matter of time. Same with uh, Moana. Yeah, that's getting a live action adaptation. Um, I'm pro for Lilo and Stitch. Probably my biggest thing for that is how is that going to look? Like, are we going to get this to be like a Ted kind of thing? Uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. I don't know. That's what I. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be. Uh, I don't know something along the lines of like. Maybe what they did with that Winnie the Pooh movie, um, Christopher Robin, something yeah, like that. That's yeah, that's type of animation. Yeah, I I feel like they would do something like that, and that that could work. Which I love that movie uh, personally. Um, but I saw that somebody put a quote: "This casting is blatant colorism for Lilo and Stitch." He's froze. I froze. Yeah, he froze. What was that last part? Oh, somebody put and made the comment that this is blatant colorism for the Lilo and Stitch movie because of the casting, apparently. Uh, many people argue that Nani's character is depicted as indigenous Hawaiian with dark skin and casting a lighter skin actor interferes with the representation of the character and a larger trend of colorism in Hollywood. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's hard to even comment on because. Yeah, it depends on how you want to go with this. Look, to me, I am still at the debate, the best person for the best type of role for what you're trying to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. I mean, we've changed genders and followers of characters many, many times Mm -hmm. with movies before, Mm -hmm. and it's never been a problem. So I, I... well, or it's been a problem. <laughs> it's been a problem for some people, but um, it's worked it's, for a lot, a lot of stuff. It does, but it's going to do, it's going to be done in the right context, and I think sometimes it hasn't been done in the right context, which has made it worse, which has created the problem. It's like yeah. if you don't need to change the character, then don't do it. Yeah, like, except with like with Marvel, also with superhero films, the lucky thing is. There is a female version of every single character. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Female Thor, female Spider-Man, female. It's, yeah. It, there's, if anyone goes to you, oh, you know, I can't believe they gender swapped. I'm like, no, there's actually, you know, a whole bunch of comics where she, he's female. Like there's female Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. There, yep. Yep. You know, it's funny. I uh, wonder if they'll bring um, Spider-Girl into the MCU in some capacity. Not Spider-Gwen, but, uh, but Spider-Girl. They, pro- they probably will, but the next thing will be Miles. Miles is their next yeah, I think point. With the games, I, it's a must, right? At this point, those are uh, massively yeah. selling 
game. So yeah, that, that wouldn't make sense. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I guess the actor that was, um, picked was Sydney Elizabeth, um, which is who they're referencing. So I, Sydney Sweeney, you mean? No, says Sydney Elizabeth. I, I, I'm not familiar with who that is myself, so I'm not sure, but, um, that is the controversy on that, which is, Oh, for Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, yeah, Lilo and Stitch. Yep. So, that's interesting. I suppose. But, yeah, I mean, it. it is what it is. Yeah. I, uh, it's not the end. It's not the end of the world. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is all entertainment. At the end of the day, the the problem is people don't understand that none of this is the end of the world. This is all entertainment. That's it. Yeah, this has oh, nothing to look, do with the world turning. Be... <laughs> no, and I did. Uh, it's funny actually. You mentioned that is I did see on TikTok someone interviewed um uh um Jerry. I can't remember his last name from Seinfeld. Se- Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, Jerry, sorry, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. I, I had spring in my head, but this interviewer goes to him because I don't know if you remember he was doing those um car rides. Yes, like he had a show, coffee, and, and someone whatever. Yeah, and the interviewer said to him, "He's like, so I noticed that uh, most of your guests are guests are all been primarily white males." <sighs> He's like, "What?" What? Why? What? Why are you asking me that question? That's yeah. That's that's going over the line. That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh! Wow, when did this happen? Like, uh, it's the crazy that the world. It's crazy is what the world is right now. Yep. But uh, you actually uh, jumping jumping over from less controversial that I. Did not even know that I saw in the notes for today is a new top um, top gun, new top spin game. Yes. Yeah, we haven't had one of those in a long time. And they're very fun. No, and it's and it's funny because I was just looking the other day if there was um there was a game called Smash Court Tennis. Yes. Yeah. And I was looking, I was like, where was you know, surely that's on something and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I I think it's cool that they're bringing this back. Top spin's really fun. I it's weird because I'm not big into like sports games, like I guess simulation sports games, but tennis games have always grabbed me for some reason. Um, I've always enjoyed tennis games, and and these ones are really fun. So I think it's cool. Top spin did top spin did so well, um, and that's actually probably a good good franchise that's been laying dormant. For so long. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think it's nothing. great. I think it's great. And and uh, I think it'll do well, too, because, I mean, the only, like, tennis competitor is the Mario tennis games that I can think of that's yeah. relevant at all. And, I mean, those sell well. Uh, so for, like, mm. simulation style, you know, realistic tennis games, I, I don't think there's any other competition. So I think it's... No, there's... There's been other games and I've bought nearly all of them. And I can honestly tell you that I've played them for both about 10 hours and gone, nah, 
this is shit. <laughs> this is shit. And just makes me even more want to just go back and play Top Spin or um, something good. Smash Court Tennis. Smash Court like, Tennis is really go good. Yeah. Well, there you go. 13 years. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time without a, a good tennis game. I mean, the Mario tennis games are fun too. Don't, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it's a whole different, I feel like, demographic for a tennis game like this. Uh, this is the type of tennis game that, that actual tennis players would play. You know what I mean? The same thing yeah. with like uh, basketball players that, that are always playing um, 2K. Like they, LeBron's like super into 2K and like Kobe was too. And, and they're going to um, play that. Like they, they play basketball. They're not going to play. Play basketball in real life, but yeah. also want to play in a video game. So interesting stuff. Hmm. Um, did I, I did want to ask before um, we wrap up here soon that did you see because I didn't get to talk to you about it. Did you see any of the CES stuff? Uh, no, no, I didn't for. Do you even know what CES is? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So the yeah, I mean, it'd be worth looking up too, so you can kind of see. But the Consumer Electronics Show, so that happens every year. Um, it's big for. Oh, you post about that. Did you post about that the other day? Yeah, yeah. So that that just wrapped up last Friday. Um, so that's big for tech, film stuff, games, music. It's it's like all media uh, centric. Um, and then mm-hmm. th- there was a ton of stuff there. I mean, it, you could do a whole podcast on that. Um, but there's like really interesting stuff. Uh, a lot of it was, there was a lot of heavy AI integration with stuff. Um, a lot of that, like with crazy stuff with like bathtubs and microwaves and, and fridges and chat GPT and chat GPT in your, in your fridge, uh, write out something for you and, and, and let you know what's in there, uh, what you need to restock. <laughs> you are low on beef. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it is time it's funny for milk. That oh, I better get that. It's funny you actually say that because, uh, me and my partner are getting married this year. Yeah. And one of the things she said to me is like, you are not allowed to use chat BT, the chat GBT to write your vows. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, come on. I wonder how many people have done that too. I bet a lot. <laughs> I, would. I, I mean, look, like it's a great tool. So I see a lot of people Look, you can tell when somebody uses it and just copies and pastes. I can tell immediately. Like, I, it's got the emojis on there. It has the same style of voice when you post it. It, it can be a good tool for getting an idea of a template for something, like, say, a resume or even for a post, like getting an idea and then rewording it in a way that sounds like you and that makes sense. Um, and even for like podcasts, like a template for, you know, podcasting or uh-huh. getting your notes started, like a notes template, like not that I did that I, and probably should have, but it's something you can do. So it's well, it's, like, as you said, it's a tool and that's how it's meant to be used. Like yes. I, I have a friend, I have a friend who's a podcasting coach and he's got like this whole massive 
being on how to build your podcast with ChatPT. Yes, yeah. In the right way. I, I bet I know who he is. What's his name? Mark Ronick. Uh, maybe. Not who I was thinking, but that's interesting. And he, he's a good friend of yours? Oh, he, he's, uh, he's, um, he helped, he's helped me with my podcast multiple times. Um, we chat now and then, but his whole thing is just, he's big. One of the big things is he loves Chappie T and he always says how to, how you can use this to create your next video, how to create your next, we're using this, how to do the right templates, thumbnails, all this. But that's the thing is people need to remember, use it as a template use it as a tool and the problem is people know when i use it because it has grammar yeah yeah i mean like i can tell immediately i can spot it out because i i mean i work in in marketing so chat gpt is super crucial to marketing now and is implemented in every single way um like mm-hmm. it, it, it for everything for absolutely everything um, so I, I can see and spot it right away. And, um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you need to make it in your own style of voice. Um, yeah. you need to make it to fit you and you need to use it as a tool and not as a crutch, which is what a lot of people yes. do. Um, and then also, Hey guys, Brandon with the game junction podcast. Unfortunately, we had some issues there right at the end of our show. So we had to cut it short there and I'm bringing in this intro outro, I suppose, to let you guys know that there was about a good 15 minutes cut. Unfortunately, our podcast started going double time and there was no way to repair it. So be sure to tune into the next episode. We look forward to having you guys back and have a great day.